Okay, welcome to Monkey Business, um, the podcast about women. Uh, wait, I'm starting. <laughs> <laughs> about women finding harmony between entrepreneurship and optimal wellness. So we have myself, I'm Liza, I'm the CMO of Snow Monkey. I'm Rachel, the CEO and founder of Snow Monkey. And I'm Ruby, the Chief of Staff of Snow Monkey. So we are here for our first episode. We had this idea that we wanted to start a podcast to kind of give transparency a totally sugar-free version of what it's like to be women running a startup. Um, we run Snow Monkey, which makes a dairy-free anytime dessert. So it's an ice cream alternative made from just fruits and seeds. You need it for breakfast, fuel, indulgence, literally whenever you want healthiest ice cream you can find out there. As we go through this, we'll tell you more and more about Snow Monkey. But um, our inspiration behind doing this was that this month there are just women splattered across all these different entrepreneurship magazines and business publications. So we have. Audrey Gelman of The Wing is on Inc. We have ESPN Body Issue is Kelly O'Hara. Who, who's here with us today. <laughs> Thank you, Kelly, for joining us. We're, we're flattered. We're it's big fans. Show them. That's oh, good. Yeah. Kelly's here. Goals. For some reason, unclothed. Why not? Um, and then we also have Carly Kloss on Entrepreneurship and um, Whitney Wolf Heard on Fastco. So all these like badass women who are just killing it but there are also people who have made it. A lot of people are still on their journey. They haven't even started it. They want to start it. They're in the middle of it. Or they are, you know, kind of at the end and really crushing it. And entrepreneur wants to right. put you on the cover, which will be there eventually, but <laughs> not yet. Um, so we just want to have an open conversation to kind of introduce you all to our story and really why we wanted to do this. Yeah. And the format of this is, um, so we're going to talk about all these women and we're giving ourselves 20 minutes and 20 minutes only to sort of riff and talk about why they inspire us, what we're doing that we hope to um, also, uh, what, Mel? I was trying to get you to scooch in. Oh. <laughs> you know, all of a sudden we're just like off. <laughs> right. Gosh, and Ruby fell <laughs> off the airplane. <laughs> anyway, we're giving ourselves 20 minutes to talk about this. And after 20 minutes, you'll hear a timer go off. And that's our cue that we need to shut up. Um, and quick shout out to Mel, who is our marketing manager, <laughs> who you will absolutely meet. Um, she's filming us right now. Just making sure everyone stays on board yeah. the <laughs> airplane. All right. The timer is going to be started. Let's do it. All right, 19 minutes and 57 seconds. So, yeah, not only are we going to talk about all these women that inspired us, but for us, like, we read these articles, we're like, we need to be on there. Um, and it's so easy to see these, like, big goals, but then knowing, like, the steps and being, like, in the weeds of things is a whole different animal to deal with. Um, and there's, we've just realized that there's so many, like, misconceptions about startups, like, we don't have a ping pong table or a yacht. We don't ride scooters around the office. Like we are lifting boxes while also taking the most important meetings of our life on a continuous basis. Um, 
but even though it's total like grunt work and there's a lot of like blood and sweat and tears um there's really like no better time to be an entrepreneur like tides are changing and so that's really 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 cool um but we want to give like more of a real view into it so yeah spill the details um and the other thing that makes our team unique is that we're currently a fully female team um our crow art internal team we have awesome guys that help us that are external partners um part-time help um, but our internal team is all women so that kind of adds another facet to being entrepreneurs in this current environment um we we've experienced a lot of things that i think are very unique to being women a lot of disadvantages simply because we're women um literally today i was running to do a product drop and i was at the store where we buy all of our shipping containers and the guy that helps me there every single like once a week i'm in there buying boxes and he was like what do you ship organs and i was like haha yeah because we're buying coolers and dry ice and funny and i was like no we ship ice cream and then he goes oh so do you just like work for the company and i was like no no (laughs) i don't just work for the company like the assumption is because i'm a young woman and like i'm in there a lot and i'm doing this like grunt work but i'm just like oh i'm the intern right yeah just because i'm a woman and i'm like no no actually i'm the chief of staff like is what I do and he's like oh okay yeah and like literally essential to the daily runnings of the business yeah and like obviously that's not like I feel like all of us come into contact with situations like that all the time yeah yeah well I mean it's not only a stereotype that men have it's something like one of the biggest reasons why we decided hey we're gonna take the time to record this podcast, even though there's a lot of other stuff we could be doing that could technically move the needle now, is that we're getting contacted by, like, a lot of really awesome women who are like, it's so great that you're doing this, like, I can't, or, like, I don't know how to start, I didn't know that was an option for me, like, you're so lucky that it's an option for you, and, like, yeah, we're absolutely blessed, but it's, like, we we believe, like, there is equal opportunity, and it's just a path that we're able to take, right? Um, so more than anything, just wanting to share our story so that hopefully it inspires or helps women who are trying to build their own venture. Yeah, I think that's a really good point is a lot of people do reach out and say, oh, I can't do this. I never thought I could do this. What are, I don't have the tools. I don't have all these things. And I think we've all talked about this individually, but I know growing up, I was never told that I couldn't do anything I wanted just because parents were like, yo, if you want to be an astronaut, be an astronaut. If you want to stay home and do nothing, fine, we're not going to support you through that, but like, cool, (laughs) Um, by all means, go ahead. Or, you know, whatever you want to do, like, there's nothing you can't do. But as I grow up and I've come into contact with more and more people, I realize that not everyone had that same message. And that's just something we really want to change. We want to show people that you can be empowered to do whatever you want to do. You just have to go out there and seek help. It's not like we don't ask. We ask everyone for everything. We don't know what we're doing. We go and we ask for help because that's that's essential. So we want people to feel like they have someone that they can turn to and find help. Yeah, and I think the really important thing that I value in this team too is that like we're not special. We're not like... I mean, I think we're special. Our team is special, but like, but but inherently, we're like just like everybody else that has a dream and wants to do it. And the only difference between us 
and the person who's not doing it is that we're actually dumb enough or crazy enough to do it. And we've surrounded ourselves with people who believe in us and each other that believe, like we believe in each other so much that like, like if we can do it, anybody can do it, right? Like we're actually, um, able to the American dream. Yeah. Yeah. It's not like a, it's not rocket science. We're not, you know, reinventing the atomic bomb or something like that. We're making ice cream and we're making it really fun. And, um, yeah, there's challenges, but I hope that us doing what we're doing is like a message to somebody else who has a dream that they can do it too. Exactly. And Rachel, actually, you have a really cool story kind of about the American dream and how entrepreneurship started in oh. your family with your grandma. Because like it comes in so many forms. Like yeah. you can make ice cream, you can build a rocket ship, or you can do what your grandma did. Yeah, because if you watch the female figures movie with the female team at NASA that basically never got any credit and they were the ones who like, cracked the code. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Um, but the female team at NASA now is getting way more support and recognition than back then. But, yeah, I mean, my grandmother immigrated to the U.S. from China in search of the American dream and left my mom and uh, my uncle back in Hong Kong and came was had them move over once she'd made it, but moved to Virginia, opened like a three-story Chinese restaurant and literally was there like morning to night because morning you're cleaning, you're organizing staff, prepping all the food and then you do all your dinner shifts and you go home and um, she barely slept but, and she said people kind of like ridiculed her and especially being an immigrant and having like a strong Chinese accent, she wasn't so welcomed. A lot of people like doubted her. She was like small, like five foot, but just like, such a such a force um and it's women like that who paved the way for us to be able to do what we're doing now and being able to like lift that up so it's not only an obligation i feel but like it's an opportunity for us to be able to like enable the rest of the community to feel that way yeah Yeah. exactly yeah yeah we've come across so many men and women who've just been incredibly supportive of us in our endeavors i think for every kind of dig we get for being women or some you know comment like hey where's your boss can you tell me when he's coming back there's also at least one person who is a male who really believes in us and is like hey you guys are killing it you're crushing it like let me know how I can help and they don't want to tell our story for us they want to like lift us up so that we can share our own story shout out to Justin yeah Justin so we have an operations (laughs) guy named Justin who literally is he's awesome he's really cool um and he just is always down to support us in any way like possible. Never questions us. He never makes us feel lesser than. Yeah. Yeah. Because there's definitely been men that get annoyed when we ask for things. And you know they're like rolling their eyes going, ah, it's because they're women. It's like, no, dudes, because we're business owners who are trying to get actual details, deliverables, goals, and a timeline. If a dude asked you this question, you'd be like, yo, he's on it. Or you would come to the meeting with that question already answered. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Yeah. That's yeah. the point. Like, don't think just because you ordered lunch, like, we're satisfied. Like, right. Like, oh, fuck your lunch. Like, yeah. pack my own. Yeah. Like, exactly. <laughs> yeah. And, and this is just something I think over time, too, we'll have other people come in and kind of tell their stories of how they have experienced these different adversities. And you'll see how over time it's changing and maybe in different yeah. different sectors it can be very different. I mean, even for us, I think I experience it the least because I'm in marketing, which is very female dominated. Um, but I know Ruby in sales, like 
we see it all the time, Rachel and investing, you see it all the time. Yeah. I mean, the stats that go behind the amount of like venture funding that goes to women versus men. And then when you make it a woman of color, it's very <laughs> upsetting. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, we have our work cut out for us and it's hard, but like we're doing it and I'm really proud of us for doing it. Um, and there's all, there's always going to be a, like, we're going to crush one glass ceiling or one overcome one hurdle. There's always going to be another hurdle. And I think that's one really cool thing about the women that are on all these entrepreneurial magazine covers is they're telling their stories about like how they got to where they are, but they're not finished either. Right. Like they're still in the middle of telling their stories. And so that's really inspiring to me personally, because I see, you know, all the work that they've done, but they're like, they're like, oh no, this is just the beginning. Yeah. Which is like really cool. I mean, I'm obviously a big fangirl of like the U.S. women's national team, but just because they won the World Cups, not like they're all just on an island now, like hanging out. Like they're like, okay, now I have this profile. There's, I have captured attention. This is where we change the way people think. Right. It's and, like a responsibility. Yeah. Yeah. And they're like really owning that. Um, but like in my day to day life, I don't think like, oh, here we are, like underdogs, women. Like it's just like not something we talk about as a team. It's not something. It's not a factor until there's a third party. Yeah, I think a lot of times it's like you don't think about it and you're just doing your stuff and then someone says something and you're like, oh shit, that was kind of sexist. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you're like, not cool, bro. Yeah, yeah, definitely not cool. And I also think a lot of it too that I've realized is it's not like someone is actively trying to be sexist. It's that mm-hmm. it's just the way society has kind of trained people to be. I know right. I say things sometimes. I'm like, yo, that was kind of derogatory towards my own gender like that's not cool um but it's I think also sometimes like referring to us as like girls or something as opposed to like oh my god we're full like we're women (laughs) I mean you wouldn't be like hey boys (laughs) to like a group full of like 40 year old men and like that would just be so strange but hey girls is totally acceptable for a bunch of women regardless of age so I think it's also just stuff like that is just there are small things that people don't realize that they're doing that it doesn't offend me but it's also kind of like why is why is that why different? is that okay yeah. Rachel and I have a funny story about a broker <laughs> I'll let you tell it no we're laughing because the worst one is when we got an email um, from a dude who uh, said I'd like to give you some fatherly advice yeah. and then went on to essentially mansplain it. And, it, like, on top of that, it was a response to an email that he hadn't responded to for, like, at least a week, and he didn't answer the question that we had asked him. But then, in his response to us, was like, oh, I see you girls as my daughters. I see my daughters in you, and I would like to give you some fatherly advice. And me and Rachel were like, bro, can you just answer the question? Like, <laughs> like if I was a dude, would you be like, let me give you some fatherly son advice? Like, absolutely not. You'd be like, let's go grab a beer exactly. and, like, play golf. Like, yo, bro, you're totally crushing this. We're gonna knock out the park. Like, every sports reference you could possibly get. And us, like, no, like. Well, on that question, or like on this topic, like, how do you guys usually deal with that? And, like, what's your mm-hmm. outlook on it? Because that is the way things are right now. Like, it is changing, but you also can't make an enemy out of everyone who has this kind of lens because can't really fault them it's it's a social kind of norm at the moment that's slowly being like flipped on its head and not only can you not fault them but like the people that sadly the people that are making 
these remarks are also making the big decisions and like it's a it's a hard line for me to toe because I need these like old white dudes to be on my side yeah. and you know want me to win so yeah sometimes I'm like all right call me a girl call me your daughter like whatever but I do think to your point Rachel the tides are changing and like those old white dudes are going to get replaced by women like us or people like Justin who are like more compassionate and more yeah. understanding of like the way the ecosystem is changing um, but it's something that I deal with constantly I'm like do I correct this guy and be like no actually I'm an executive and like you should respect <laughs> me as such or do I just be like haha yeah I just work for them like you know what I mean um, and I don't know that I've found the right answer yet. And I don't know. I think it's, I just have to keep taking it as it comes. But if you have advice on how I should handle that. It's such a case by case. I will say that for the most part, like in, whether you're a female or a male, like our office has this very strong, like no assholes rule. Like yeah. we do not work with people that do not share the same values that do not have mutual respect. Right. Um, and even if at first someone might say something, the minute we kind of lay down the rules and show like, hey, we don't stand for that, or they actually talk to us for an hour, they're like, never mind, like little girl, not a girl, whatever, these humans know what's up. Right. They all of a sudden, it changes their perspective. So it's really cool to also work with people who have that aha moment within the first mm -hmm. 10 minutes of talking to us. Absolutely. Um, and it's not only men, like no. the other day, like we had a really awesome new cleaner come by the house. Um, who also does the office and she hadn't met me yet. Oh, I didn't tell you the story. She hadn't met me yet. And she walked in and I was like, Hey, I'm Rachel, like the owner of the house. And she was like, wow, I wasn't expecting you. And I was like, Oh, and I thought she meant that because I was in a sports bra and just came from the gym. And she was like, I was expecting someone much older and professional. And then she was like, but I have to stop thinking this way just because you're young. Doesn't mean you can't have, a put together home and she was like boom let's go like show me what's up so yeah 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 i mean totally end, end of story it's not like now she's gonna do a worse job cleaning because she thinks i don't know what i'm doing <laughs> yeah yeah i think it's that aha mo i think that's how i try to deal with it there are definitely times that i just don't say anything i should say something but i don't for the sake of the conversation but it's like for example i don't know if you guys have i think We've talked about this before, but a lot of people, when I talk about Snow Monkey with them, they'll be like, oh, good luck on your project. Oh, yeah. All of a sudden, like, it's not a business that's <laughs> been around and is in, like, 29 states and 1,500 stores and, like, in massive chains. It's my project. And I'm like, thanks for advice on my business. Like, yeah. what? Like, this isn't a school project. Like, yeah. it never even was that. But it's like correcting people in the moment to be like no this is the word so when someone says hey where's your boss when is he coming back like actually we're the executive team if you would like to speak to the founder she will be back in 20 minutes please feel free to come by and speak to her yeah and just kind of like almost accentuate that like you really fucked up in that choice of words yeah yeah just so they're kind of like oh, whoa, why did I pick that? And some people absolutely go over their head. They won't think about it. Yeah. But I think some people really do understand. And then they're like, oh, yeah, why did I just call that your project? Like, or this you isn't your project. You see it on their face where they're like, uh-oh. And they're like, oh, Gertrude's an awful name. You're like, that's actually my grandmother's name. They're like, yeah. I mean, but it's lovely <laughs> yeah. on women over 70. You know? yeah. 
Sorry to like, anyone good whose one. name is Gertrude. Gertrude is, is a wonderful it's name. It's a wonderful name. Um, uh, and one thing, too, there's, like, <laughs> I do a lot of her. For all the Gertrudes out there, DM us your address. We will send you a free box of snow monkey. Oh, God. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> um, Mel doesn't like that suggestion. She's just shaking her head back there. Yeah, because she's going to have to write the PR crisis. <laughs> <laughs> Apologizing to everyone. <laughs> Alright, well, um, this is this is what we signed up for in the yeah. time it and don't cut anything. True. Yeah, speaking of timing, there's two minutes and 27 seconds left. What would you want to leave everyone who's sat through this 20 minutes with? I think for me, I just want everyone to know that as we go through this, we're going to bring in a bunch of different elements. We have a lot of fun episode ideas for you guys. We really just want it to be on the fly and kind of as things come up in real time, we want to record episodes about it and you know bring in people that we know, other female founders, other male founders, business partners, whatever, get their takes on it. Also, just check in with each other. A huge part of our company is wellness and staying sane. That's part of our kind of thesis for this is that while we're going through all this craziness not pull our hair out so when someone emails us with fatherly advice not like slam our face on the desk just be like i'm gonna go infrared sauna it for a second and just like detox or you know just learn how to breathe take a moment whatever so i really just want people to get excited for all of those things and if you have suggestions of things you'd like to know reach out if you have further questions reach out we'll answer you we're open books yeah yeah um, I think what I would like people to walk away from this episode with is that, you know, we're, I mean, similar to how we built Snow Monkey, like, we're growing and learning, and this podcast is a new thing that we're growing and learning through, um, and Rachel and Liza are two of my best friends in the world, so I wouldn't want to be doing it with anybody else, um, and yeah, as Liza said, it's a, it's a difficult dance, it's not necessarily a difficult dance, but it's a dance between, you know, wellness and running the business and making sure, like, I'm taken care of and the business is taken care of and um, I'm excited to explore all of that stuff with you guys. I think what I would say is although we went in and really like harped in on the pain points of what it's like to be a young company that's like an all-female team in kind of a male-dominated industry still is that it's by no means a disadvantage. I think we're absolutely in that wave where being female entrepreneurs is an advantage and we're so lucky and like every day I'm just like holy shit I get to build a business with my best friends and female entrepreneurship has never been celebrated the way it is now and if there's haters like there's always gonna be haters like no matter what but there's so many people who are cheering for us um and that's like that's so exciting so to everyone listening like if you're thinking about it like go Woo! all right well on that note that's our first episode timer's up can't say anything but but you're gonna see mel's face for a second (laughs) (laughs) thanks so much for listening if you liked what you heard make sure to subscribe to the podcast and leave us a review also make sure to follow us on instagram at eat snow monkey Monkey Business is brought to you by the Snow Monkey Kingdom and produced by Otto Pavlovicus. Our theme song is brought to you by Alex English.